welcome to episode 35 of Sound Pollution. This week, I got the absolute joy of interviewing Amy and Renee, the troubadours of divine bliss. And we have a wonderful conversation about being on the road, how they got together, and writing music from your heart. BBC Radio Liverpool said that their music could melt a stone statue, and I don't think I've ever heard a more accurate quote about a music group. They are just fantastic. If you can't hear all of this episode, if you're like driving to work, driving home from work, etc., please at least make sure you listen to the two tracks that they shared with me. You drop to their links below and visit their social media, like, follow, and subscribe, and show them some love. And without further ado, the Troubadours of Divine Bliss. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I love you guys. The Kentucky Beatness introduced me to your music, and I am so addicted. Oh my gosh, how kind. Thank you so much. Where all have you played? Have you played worldwide or did you just travel? Oh, yeah. So we've played worldwide. Actually, technically now we've been to 14 countries since uh, 1998. So, um, yeah, we've traveled all over Canada, um, Mexico, and then Europe extensively. Um, Holland, Belgium, France, Germany, Switzerland, Mm -hmm. Spain, Italy, Ireland, Scotland. (laughs) The Czech Republic. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Sweden. Italy. Denmark. Where was I mean, your favorite just, place? German. Oh, mm. oh it's so hard. It's, <laughs> You're it's like, the, But it's, you know what? Ireland was up there. Yeah, the most charming people in the world, I have to say. So much kinda, fun. Yeah, you don't meet a stranger. Everybody's ready to engage in stories and jokes and have a Music. pint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are my people. Yeah. <laughs> really into music. So it's just uh yeah. It's yeah. been a, a real blessing. We've been all across the states as well. So uh, yeah, you know, we've been to all the states except for four now, I think. We're yeah. troubadours, so we're supposed to be traveling and, and singing, so you know. <laughs> Otherwise we'd be couch potatoes of divine bliss, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so did you like I, I want to say you, you talked about on one of your your um Sundays with Bliss which I'm going to get into a little more in detail for other people later uh that you actually lived on the road for a while how was that no that was wild it yes. was it was the uh it was the polar opposites it was absolutely exhilarating and it was absolutely exhausting yeah times, there's you know? the spectrum right yeah. there yeah um it mostly especially starting out it was exhilarating but after three years of living on the road Mm full-time it gets a little exhausting after a while because you never have your own space to just be Mm -hmm. you're always in a public space or staying with someone else or you know what I mean well and we did it for three and a half years um before we landed here in the national forest and you know uh you're just you're on it on it and in it all the time and Mm -hmm. You know, and then, like Amy said, you know, you're staying, you know, you're either camping and so you're, you're out there and yeah, you get to chill or you're staying with people and then you're staying with people, then you're visiting a lot. And, and so after a while it got, it got really hard to be on the road full time. We just ate uh-huh. for our own place to, 
yeah and make a bowl of oatmeal and sit down with the instruments and but at the same time it was absolutely exhilarating mm -hmm. i mean there's no the best stories uh, of our lives truer experience of freedom than to literally be living in the moment where you are and the magic that can unfold from that you know yeah and you're like stuck in a rainstorm in a bathroom at a national park in canada no, i didn't know which rainstorm and, story yeah, <laughs> right and no, and a couple comes running in you know on their honeymoon you know escaping the rain and then you have a picnic in the bathroom with, and serenade them with the guitar and the accordion on their honeymoon oh how fantastic yeah and they share their uh exquisite picnic and brie and wine and cheese with Pate. you and, yeah oh, and nice. uh, you know it's, but it's just like you so many magical things can happen in those moments too and oh my god we just loved it and when we went to uh europe the first time we went with one-way tickets and a hundred bucks and no shows we were just gonna busk we were just gonna straight perform and wow. so uh that's really brave yeah yeah it really it really truly was at that point though we had been street performers in new orleans for a year and a half i guess and it, you know the adventure i mean got your adrenaline going so much mm -hmm. that you just you you took it day by day so you're like oh my gosh we've got enough money to you know survive on today and then the next day like oh wow we got enough money for you know to jump on the train and go to another country so let's do that today and you you know and it was just like very very great um opportunity to live in the now and and just be present to what was you know showing up to be recognized or invitations like people would say hey why don't you come you know to switzerland and we're like well let's take down your information if we end up that way and the next thing you know uh, somebody else says why don't you come visit me in Zurich? And you're like, well, that's two invitations to Switzerland. We're supposed to go to Switzerland. So yeah, <laughs> we're going to Switzerland now. Yeah. <laughs> Which I heard is also beautiful. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that means it's true. When we and, answer, and, when and we the answer. Best chocolate. Yes. Mm, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I could never <laughs> give that up. <laughs> um, I'm trying to eat healthier now and, and like one and like cut down sugar and I was like I can do that but I'm not giving up I'm not chocolate no, no. yeah chocolate's good for you yes. yeah dark chocolate especially which is the thank best. you dark yes. chocolate maybe a little sea salt never hurt anybody oh. <laughs> mm, I haven't had dessert stop <laughs> <laughs> um so why don't you guys introduce yourselves individually and tell my listeners how you got started in music well, um, I'm Renee Ananda and um, the accordion, the, the accordionist and, and singer and, and thank you, dancer and pianist <laughs> and Ebo player. And oh, okay. This beautiful is... redhead. Oh, may... go ahead. You, <laughs> you know, I, I think that music I know probably happened when I was in the womb because my dad um, loved to sing and play the piano and uh so as long as i can remember music has always been in my life um and you know starting out being little and him sitting at the piano playing i would sit on his lap and write in between mm. his arms as he played and he was a crooner you know and he sang and uh and i grew up in uh, he was in a, a, a singing group that traveled all over to churches and 
so when I was little, like I can remember early memories, three, you know, four years old, getting up on the platform during a service at church and singing. And so, I mean, music, I, I don't remember a day there wasn't music. I think with me, it's been from the beginning. So it started with, you know, singing in church a little bit like that, being young. And uh, and then the next thing I knew, my sister, in who's 21 months younger, uh, I remember sitting in the backseat of the car and my dad teaching me how to sing harmony with my sister who was singing the lead and you know, a little bit of about a year and a half, maybe two years of piano lessons when I was in third grade and just uh, went from there until I until I got to um, uh, later in life. Uh, mm -hmm. and, but I'll let Amy catch up here and then we can get to those stages <laughs> yes. in life. So go ahead, Amy. <laughs> uh, I'm Amy Smiley, a guitar player, drummer occasionally and singer and uh music was introduced to me i guess by my my father my dad was a singer and he sang he played a uh, acoustic guitar and a lot of the old school country songs yeah and he actually was kind of a um hotel lounge singer of old country songs and he would practice in the living room and i loved singing along kenny rogers and uh, Merle Haggard and um, Conway Twitty and all the guys he was singing and um, so I think that probably really sparked music a lot for me of course it like already there and then I you know always sing around the house and sang plain and everything else and then when I met Renee when I was 13 um, we showed up at her church her she was behind the organ and singing and her dad was singing and her sister and I was just like whoa this is like the Partridge family evangelicals <laughs> this is awesome they're so talented oh my gosh mm -hmm. and so we became friends and then they like taught me what they knew about music and she taught me about harmonies and how to sing together and all that good stuff and and so uh I've always wanted to perform and sing and that just really uh inspired and and sparked and educated me so you guys go way back. Yes. Oh, yeah. So oh, she wow. just hinted at way that. Back. So we met when she was 13 and I was 15. So we've known oh each gosh. other now. Oh, boy. Is it 36 years? I don't know. Something like that. There's a lot of math. Some math. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's it. Because 25 years is troubadours and sweethearts and 11 years being best friends. Yeah. 36. I can do math. All right. <laughs> You're way better than me today. That, did you guys start performing that young together? Have you been together performing oh, yeah. ever since? Not ever since. Okay. Um, we did start back then. And actually we have old VHS tapes of us singing with my sister. Big, yeah. big church hair. And, um, Oh yeah. Like the eighties mall hair. Oh yeah. Yes. Like, but as, <laughs> Add Pentecostal to that, and it gets even higher. Well, and a can, and yes. a can of Aquanet for those yes. who know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> nobody <laughs> should get near a fireplace. <laughs> right, <laughs> very dangerous. Don't <laughs> smoke and do your. Don't hair. smoke and do your. Uh, so we would perform together in church um, during high, you know, in our high school years, um, somewhere around thirteen to sixteen. So we sang together then, but then she went off to college, and I went off. Um, on my journey and so we stayed friends but we weren't performing together mm -hmm. um until we uh fell in love 
1995. Ran away to New Orleans after Amy proposed that I join her on a grand adventure and pick up my life and move with her to New Orleans. And I said, yes. And then we, uh, within, I don't know, like a week or so, no, right away, within a couple of days, we were doing Christmas songs out on the streets of New Orleans. And That's amazing. Just learning our instruments right yeah. there on the street. She had a dream. She was playing the accordion, so she got one. And, of course, they love and understand the accordion in New Orleans. And so lots of great inspiration there. But, yeah, we then we just immediately just immersed ourselves in music. And uh, we just were so open and no pressure on ourselves um, to um, be anything or, or be any particular way, but to just express ourselves from our heart. And people were so supportive and encouraging. And we just continued um, from there. And so we've been you, doing it ever since, yeah. You were friends and started doing music together when you were kids, and then you went yeah. your separate ways. You came back together, you fell in love, and now you're doing this music together now, and you've been all over the world. You are relationship goals. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, it is a pretty extraordinary... It's beautiful. I mean, it, it is. It's like it. We we started writing a book, you know, because... It's just such an extraordinary story. And we've just been on a grand adventure um, as individuals and then, you know, throughout each other's lives. And the past 25 solid, you know, being troubadours and sweethearts. And it's just, it's it's amazing what uh, has unfolded for Ooh, us. That's... I hear a dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. so should... When I saw pictures of on Facebook. Yes, yes. That's little baby loving. We just rescued this puppy and he just got fixed. Today. Yeah. Mm. He, got, he got neutered today. So yeah. he's a little pitiful. Yeah. He's a little pitiful. He's laying here beside us. So it, we're if just hearing every... noises and yeah, love. He just needs <laughs> love. <laughs> Don't we all? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. Need to be fixed. No, oh, oh, okay, Maybe, right. no, but yeah. no, I mean, I had one and I'm good. I'm just uh, kidding. Oh, that's so sweet. I have oh. one beautiful 15 year old who I am convinced is going to change the world. Oh, Absolutely. I believe. Yeah. I think that, that whole generation is just going to be. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Every path we started, they are going to, they are going to just make it wider and more beautiful I can't wait to see it. There's so much more inclusive, you know, yes. and mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to help with so many problems that come up now that keep us separate and keep people the other and compartmentalize, you know, they're just so much more open and accepting. Evolution yeah. is real. Yes. Of themselves and of other people and of however you want to identify. And, you know, it's just in, in, amazing. She just, she just makes me so happy i'm Aww. actually i'm actually trying to buy an rv so i can take her to the grand canyon before she goes off to college in three years it's incredible i know I, i'm like she has that. to we, i want to take her there and to mount rushmore oh my oh, god wow do it we well, you know you can just rent them too you don't have to buy one unless you want oh no but i want to because when she goes away i'm gonna live in it <laughs> <laughs> well there you go yeah i want to downsize land yeah. yeah no i haven't i heard it's amazing well yeah it's all about that yeah well, you gotta so, yeah see you that. can understand well living on the road is amazing you know talking about that everybody and... should do it i mean mm-hmm. I, I, it changes you and mm-hmm you know, you're forever altered mm-hmm. and it expands you. Mm-hmm. you. You never, you meet 
every kind of person and you engage with every kind of person and you, you never again, you know, could ever have at least not in being aware of it, a judgment, you know, because it's just, you just see so many different people on so many different journeys and you understand that, wow, you know, and, and you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. You know, what you're made of and, you know, what your limitations are and how, you know, how you can expand too, and what's important to you. Oh, I'm looking, I'm looking very forward to it. So was there like an aha moment for either one of you, as far as music was concerned that made you go, this is, this is where I'm meant to be. It's a constant <laughs> aha moment um, <laughs> because, you know, ever since we made the leap to start making music for a living and pour, you know, our hearts and message into it we've been completely provided for and that is just not changed you know it, it even at times when we've been just barely hanging on by a thread then always something further gets extended to keep us going and so yeah I mean it's just aha in the sense of affirmation and you know definitely making us aware that our this is our per, at least a big facet of our purpose you know that mm -hmm. well for me uh personally this is amy um i did have a big aha moment with music because from early on pretty much you know 17 maybe even earlier i really was on a, a path of going into the theater or going into film doing acting and so i was really pursuing that but uh it was always a struggle you know i lived in la i lived in new york and studied it in college and you know I performed some and all this but it was just like always this this kind of struggle for me to do it well like I was too self-conscious but also to it's always a struggle to just get in to get a part and to actually be able to do it so it was just this constant struggle it was just tearing me apart and music was just so easy it came so easy I didn't really uh put a lot of pressure on myself about it. It flowed easily. I could let go of myself very easily in it. And so I just went with the flow and I went with, I knew I wanted to be creative and I knew I wanted to express myself um, through the arts. And I always thought it was uh, theater acting, but I started to uh, sing um, in Chicago with another gal right before we became troubadours. And it just felt right and it felt easy and and then just continued to flow from there. And then I love the immediate connection with people and that you could do it anywhere and you didn't have to, you know, audition or get permission or, you know, get accepted. You could do music anywhere, anytime with anybody. And so I was just like way turned on to that. And it just became an easy open door for me. And uh, I'm just so grateful for it. It's been such a blessing, mm -hmm. such a healing in my life. And uh, hopefully, you know, for others, it's too. an extraordinary way to connect to people, you know, <clears throat> you, because it just everybody loves music. People just like different kinds of music. But right. I've never met a person who says, I don't like music. <laughs> they just, yeah, that would be just, weird. <laughs> yeah, I've never met that person, but I have met people who like different music maybe than I like or than that the, this person likes. But it's just an amazing way to connect because you can be on stage and walk off that stage. And because you've shared intimately your heart or your story or a message in the music, people feel 
open to you. And so you, what you can extend, you know, gets picked up more easily than say, if you're, if you're just out, you're making robo calls or you're trying to, you know, hand out pamphlets or something <laughs> like that. People are more welcoming of receiving messages and heart stories through music and so it's just a wonderful way to connect. It's where you guys are supposed to be. Well, mm. that is, thank you. That is what we feel too. We're just mm. so grateful. And especially, you know, mm. when COVID hit, because mm. we, do, we do this for a living. Yeah. We have for 25 years. COVID hit, all our shows got canceled. And, you know, we were like, what are we going to do? It was, and, it was rough and painful for everybody, I think. Yes. And so that's why we invented our uh, weekly online concert, um, Sundays with Bliss. And that has just helped us sustain, you know, during this uh, age of this pandemic and given us a way still to connect and still to fulfill our purpose. So how can my listeners find your Sundays with Bliss concert? Well, um, we we stream live on YouTube, so it's youtube.com backslash divine bliss. So if you um, like that and subscribe and hit the little bell, you'll get reminders. And uh, we also stream live on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com backslash troubadours of divine bliss. And so you can catch us in both of those places. I know you guys are going to get back to performing live, hopefully soon, especially with people getting vaccinated and whatnot. Um, Please don't stop doing that concert, though. (laughs) You know, you're not the first person to ask us that. and, And I think we really have found that, you know, so we've got some shows coming back, um, you know, uh, like in May, it's just one in June. I think we have like maybe four or five shows. July is just maybe three. It's coming back slowly this year. Right. But when we play, we're mostly playing regionally. So you're going to catch us in, you know, Kentucky or Indiana or Ohio or something like that. What we're finding with our um, Sundays with Bliss show is we're connecting not just with people all over this country, but actually all over the world. Um, and so it's a, it's a way for us to, you know, continue to troubadour and have a bigger outreach than than just the local or regional shows. So it's it's meant the world to us to create this community and, and have people, you know, watch from all over and know that we're we have a way to connect, you know, even if we're not in your town, we can, you know, connect on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and and uh, have an amazing time together. It's been uh, really amazing uh, to hear from folks about their connection to Sunday nights and how it's been kind of a lifeline or kind of an anchor for them during this time. I know I've experienced it that way is like having that ritual of that show and that even though we're not the, the audience isn't there. We feel that connection. We know what that feels like, and we imagine and feel them there with us. And also to kind of talk through and work through everything that we've been going through this mm. past year. So it's been, uh, you know, I think it's something that wants to uh, continue, yeah. and uh, we're happy to to do that. We'll probably 
have to consider doing some pre-recorded shows and stuff like Sometimes that. Sometimes we'll when we out. have Sunday live shows, but we're we're still figuring out how it's all going to unfold. But we are definitely full on in it. So yes, thank you for making that request. I didn't get the the joy of discovering it till after I uh, interviewed the Kentucky Beatniks, which I um, love them. I yes, know, and you guys performed with them and have written with them, yes. correct? Oh yes, yes. collaborated the whole oh, bit. Yeah. Jen Yates, uh, the ex- drummer extraordinaire, is <sighs> on our latest CD, Every Heartbeat. Yes, and we are um, one. Uh, we did a song written by Nick Payne on that CD as well. And we have collaborated with them, co-written and performed with them for many years and we're huge fans of theirs. Yeah, their music and their and their souls. They're, they're just, a great duo. I mean, mm-hmm. it's totally dynamic and yeah, so, so talented. talented. Oh, see, we said oh it again. God, it must same be true. Time. <laughs> we love oh. them to pieces i'm so glad you got to interview them oh they and they just they just made my and i was really nervous and i told her i was very honest with her i was like i should not have googled you first <laughs> horrible idea because i was just like oh my god she's literally like a superstar like um just living in kentucky it's fine <laughs> <laughs> she is they both are. Oh yes. man, good! I'm yes. s- excited that that happened. And and so then that's how I found out about because one of them shared and your well, I think it was your Sundays with Bliss and said that I should interview you and I was like, well, what? Who are they? And I was like, five minutes in, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> are, uh, are you a musician? Uh ish. Nice. <laughs> well, that's a yes. Ish is yes. Y- you sing and play. I sing, I sing, I struggle with instruments. I just, I I literally learned to play the guitar enough to be able to write, That's Uh, but not enough to play in front of people. Well, that's great. I think when you go on the road, you're going to find that is such a great way to meet people and connect Mm. when you get your RV, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm so excited. Your recent release, which is titled Every Heartbeat. I'm going to ask you about the first track on that, Make Something Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What was the inspiration behind that? Well, you know, you you get a lot of choices in your life. And you can choose just to show up as love. Mm. And if you're showing up as love, you are making something beautiful of your life, you know. And so it's just this feeling of calling up every man, every woman, every boy, every girl to their highest selves and and encouraging them to just make, you know, you got this life, make something beautiful of it, leave a legacy, you know, change your little part of the world or change the whole world, but do something, you know, to color it beautiful and um, express your creativity. Yeah. Follow your bliss, literally, like let, let your joy be, be led by your joy. Well, I like that. Be led by your joy. That's going on a post-it in my bathroom mirror. Oh, that's an <laughs> aha nice. moment. There you yeah, go. That's a tweetable moment right there. Tweetable. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I'm I'm not going to lie. At the end of every episode, I always say be kind and make some noise. But after listening mm. to that track, you say in that song several times, be love. Yes, mm. be love. So be I love might that. be changing my be kind to mm. be I like that. So, you can, you can, you know, that you can do a it challenge. all. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we actually started an organization in Louisville called Mighty Kindness. So we love kindness. It's a 
community okay. unity festival that supports all that's kind for the body, soul, and mind. Ooh. And so kindness, love, it's all yeah, the you same. Can, you can be loving kindness. Yeah. You can be kind of loving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it dream and scheme All women, all men, all girls, all boys Be 
the other so- song I'm going to play for my listeners, I'm sorry, I just have the hiccups, excuse me, is <laughs> Still Here, which I've listened to everything on there, by the way, just so you know, but Still Here, and I've been real honest with this about, um, I think the last three or four episodes, because I don't think a lot of people talk about it enough. Um, uh, I suffer from anxiety and I feel like a lot of musicians I know do the same, are the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because we're, um, more open to feelings or we're always thinking about things, but most of the musicians I know suffer from some sort of anxiety. And I found the track still here to be kind of, there's a, several songs I listen to every morning and this has gotten thrown into the mix. What was your thought behind that song? Like, Well, you know, um, it became extremely, extremely relevant. Um, during COVID. Now it was written pre-COVID and actually came out with some and for some people who were surviving things like breast cancer. And yeah. And so it came out for survivors of all kinds, survivors of of domestic abuse, um, survivors of terminal illness, survival, survivors, excuse me, of mental illness, of all different kinds of things of surviving addiction um, you know, and so it, it came out as this, I'm still here, you know, so still here as in I'm still alive, still here as right. in I have overcome and I am, you know, I, I'm still here. I'm not numbed out anymore. I'm alive, you know, and, and, and in my life and my purpose, you know, and but then when COVID hit, it just took on this whole uh, other level because it, it you know, things were shut down all over the world and um and it kind of became this anthem like i'm still here and you know this person over here i'm still here and we're still all mm. here you know and, and and so it's and and just, you know the thing is with music it's you write it with one uh intent or inspiration but it's so personal and it's received so intimately mm. that 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 it's just you know always a different answer for everybody depending on who the listener is and what it means to them you know I think that's one of my favorite things about writing lyrics it's like I'm I'm writing something for this thing and then but somebody else is going to think of it this way and I guess that's how I took that song because when I heard it the, the line that stuck out stuck out to me was fall down seven times get up eight yeah and every morning I wake up and I'm like this is my body you don't get to control it I'm gonna get up again mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I just I really loved the song. It like I said, it's been put into my mix. There's several songs I listen to to kind of get me out of the morning anxiety and into my day. And I just found it very moving. Oh, thank you. It definitely is, you know, it is an an anthem, you know, and that's the intent is just to call you up, you know, and 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 lift you up and uh empower you and just reinforce you in whatever way you need to be reinforced because you, if you're still here, you're live, you know, and you're aware and that's something to really be strongly grateful for. And, you know, and that, and so what a great way to start your day. It's a, it's a new thing I've done over the, like the last three weeks and yeah, it is, I find it very helpful. I find it very helpful. I know that a lot of people struggle with anxiety, especially after this last year. People who have no idea what anxiety is are feeling it for the first time. Yeah. How do you uh, deal with your anxiety? 
uh, sometimes I flip out for no reason and I just have yeah. to like, let it be. And then other times, you know, I stay home and other times I just breathe. It really, mm-hmm. not every attack is the same. Right. I did start going to a meeting actually in the Highlands. Mm, um, they just kind of like a group meeting, like, Hey, you're not alone. We all go through this. It's really great. It's called uplift. They changed it. So it's uplift something now they've changed it. Oh, um, but it's been rough. Yeah, it's great. I just haven't been able to go because of the pandemic. I have been like a handful of times to take a friend who is not doing well. Mm-hmm. And that's it because at the end of the day, I cannot bring this virus home to my daughter. So mm-hmm. things that yeah. we're getting there. Actually, yeah. the leader, he's so sweet. He, he messaged me a little while ago and was like, they're great. They're very <laughs> kind people. Oh, that's good. That's really important to reach out and uh, gathering group is, support is yeah. Is group support and huge. community is so important. And then knowing your own personal techniques that help ground you and center you and and bring you peace. And you knowing know? you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And, and you know.
what would be a piece of advice you would give somebody who's new to the music scene or who wants to be a musician, that young musician? Well, the, the first thing that I would say, because, uh, you know, I started out making music um, from a very early age and then uh, somewhere along the lines, it, it lost what it, the blissness and became <laughs> business. So it's very important to protect your, your muse and um and to really always create from your heart from that pure place um always stay impassioned um you know a lot of people um they try to emulate you know someone else or uh it's very important to be individual to color outside the lines to just find your own voice and your own expression you know because we eat we're all here with such unique things to offer. And so to trust that, it, it requires a lot of trust to, mm. to be your own voice and to express what you've written in, you know, to finally say out loud what you've written in your journal or, you know, the, the song that you've, um, you know, played on your guitar or the piano or whatever instrument, you know, to put it out there. But it, it is also important to do that because you find out, while you create in the moment, you may be for yourself, um, for your own story or for someone else's story. Ultimately, music really is a big medicine um, yeah. for others. And so it is important to share it, you know, because it people connect to it. And uh, but staying true to your heart, staying true, you know, to your message, trusting that you have something unique to share um, is really, really important. How about you, Amy? Wow. Well, a lot of what you said, definitely. Um, and it depends on, you know, what is your goal? Do you do you want to just make music to, to make music or do you want to be a professional musician? Um, <clears throat> those are two totally different, um, not totally different, but different um, uh, choices. And so I guess if, I guess I'll answer both. So if you just want to make music and, uh, I would say, like Renee said, um, listen to your own voice, find your own voice and continue to express, express it. Um, and connecting with your heart, um, music comes from your heart, not really your head. Mm. And so get out of your head and into your heart and, uh, try to, um, Try to come, you know, from that place as much as possible. Find what you're passionate about, writing about. Um, write in your journal, even if you're not ready to write a song. Lyrics might be coming or a story might be coming. And so, always keep it blissness. You know, you you have this gauge. Is this business or is this blissness? And if it's blissness, mm. you're, fo you're following your heart, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a full-time musician... You need to be prepared to live simply and, to, yeah. you know, sacrifice a lot. <laughs> and, you know, and that's okay for some people. And for some people, it's really not. They need security. So probably as a hobby, music is a great thing. I'm not trying to deter someone, but no. um, um, basically I just want to be, you know, you can actually be a full-time uh, musician and support yourself by doing it. Um, but uh, you, there's a level of simplicity involved. And, um, but but mainly, it's really about connecting to your muse, connecting to um, your heart, heart, trusting your voice, and and finding and making an something beautiful of your life. That's right. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick before I end this 
shout out all your social media so people can find you. All right. So troubadours of divine bliss.com. That's T R O U B A D O U R S of divine D I V I N E bliss.com. Uh, catch us the same thing. Just find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, which is troubadours of divine bliss.com backslash troubadours of divine bliss. Oh, that's <laughs> facebook.com backslash troubadours of divine bliss. Sorry. Right. YouTube.com <laughs> backslash divine bliss. But yeah, maybe we can put them in some comments for yeah. you. Oh, absolutely. Send me all your social media links and I'll put it down in the description. Come see us on Sunday night, 7 p.m. for Sundays with Bliss. You will not regret it. Makes and, me sad. I don't always get to watch it when you do it. I have to like sometimes go back later. That's the great <laughs> thing. You can watch yeah. it anytime. Yes. You don't have to be there. It's and a, keep it's tuning in to Sound Pollution. Yes, yes. Sound Pollution. She's trying. Yeah, I want to thank amazing. you guys so much for being on the show. It's been such a blessing. I really, I can't, I, I'm oh, so I'm in love with you. Now I'm in love with your story too. It's mm, the thing thank now. Thank you, sweetheart. Um, thank yes. you. We're so honored that you asked thank us to be you. a part of this. And Absolutely. We I wish appreciate you that. many, many blessings, blessings and success and joy and peace in your life and uh, great things, great things in store for you. All right, thank you guys. Go take care of little baby boo boo. Okay, we will. Killing me. Blessings and blessings. You know what this means. You guys have a good night. Thank you so much. Be love and make some noise. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. That again was Amy and Renee Smiley, the troubadours of divine bliss. And as always, drop down, click on those links, go to their social media. You won't regret it. I can't recommend enough the Sundays with Bliss show. Please make sure you uh, click that little bell on YouTube and it'll send you a reminder of things that are coming up. If you're able to, please become a patron of Sound Pollution. That link is also below. Be love. Make some noise. 